Good morning, Contrarians. Wednesday morning, March 30th, right around 6.30 in the a.m. And stocks are moving a bit lower this morning. This after another major day of gains on Wall Street. We had the Russell 2000 yesterday lead major in U.S. indexes by gaining 2.6%, followed by the NASDAQ, which was up 1.8%. S&P and Dow up a little less. Stocks are up 10% in the last week, I think. So a major rally here these last four days, especially. Now, as of this hour, the uh, NASDAQ is leading the drop a little bit. Uh, we have the NASDAQ off about six-tenths of 1%. Other U.S. indexes are off a little less. Stocks in Europe are dropping uh, the DAX in Frankfurt is off about 1.4% around midday. Bonds are mixed. We had yesterday the yield curve invert, which means that the two-year yield briefly moved higher than the 10-year. I'll talk about this more in the bottom line, but this is now widening again, this spread, or steepening, I guess I should say. That's the, the bond parlance. But the two-year is up about two basis points to trade around 233 while the, I'm sorry, down, while the two, while the 10 year is up less than one basis point to 2.1, 2.41. So, uh, like I said, a bit of a gap opening up there. Commodities are seeing some bids. We have WTI crude oil up a little less than 2% to trade around $106 a barrel. Industrial metals, palladium, aluminium, zinc, and nickel are all up multiple percentage points again. Copper is up 1%. Cryptos, are not doing much. We have Bitcoin uh, roughly flat, changing hands around 47,200. Maybe it's up a bit, but less than 1%. Uh, economic data releases today. A couple I'll tell you about here. Neither of them are particularly noteworthy. Both will be out before the open at 9.30. First up, ADP non-farm payrolls at 8.15. This is not to be confused with the Bureau of Labor Statistics non-farm payroll report on Friday. But the ADP data is uh, often diverges pretty widely from the BLS data, and for that reason is maybe not taken very seriously anymore, if indeed it ever was. But so the reaction from markets is, is probably will probably be muted and quickly reversed. But for what it's worth, economists expect 450,000 new jobs this month, which is down a bit from the 475,000 that we saw in February. Then we have fourth quarter GDP. This is out at 8.30. Now, this is a significant data point, but it's entirely backward looking. So as markets are forward looking mechanisms, this is not going to really be much of a much interest. But uh, for what it's worth, but you will hear a lot of talk about it uh, on CNBC and elsewhere, especially if it comes short of expectations. But we're looking at economists expecting annual growth of 7.1% in the fourth quarter, which is up a bit over the 2.3% that we saw in the third quarter. Then later on tonight, we have China PMIs out at 9.30. I believe this is an official government release, so to be taken with certain grains of salt, but it's worth uh, seeing what the Chinese authorities admit to. And economists expect this level to have dropped below the 50 line that separates expansion from contraction to 49.9, but it's been there before, most recently in October. But last month was above it, 50.2. Fed speakers, Kansas City Fed President Esther George 
is speaking at the Economic Club of New York at one o'clock. There is a hearing on Capitol Hill. Actually, it's not. It's a, a hearing and a meeting. The House of Representatives is meeting to consider the so-called MORE Act. MORE stands for Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. That starts this afternoon at one o'clock. And basically, this would decriminalize marijuana on the federal level and allow for banking and consumer goods to be sold, I guess, federally, in addition to we're now at the state level, apparently, from what I'm told, um, one can go into these stores and buy this stuff, apparently even with credit cards and debit cards. But anyway, um, this is likely to head to for a, a full House vote on Friday, and it may even pass there, but it faces much uh, tougher odds in the Senate, at least as in its current form. But this has still moved marijuana stocks. Uh, the alternative harvest ETF is as advanced by 10% this month, but is still down 50% over the last year. So one would figure there would be plenty of ups- upside left here in marijuana stocks if and when we do get full legal uh, decriminalization. But uh, so we'll, we'll just have to see. But it goes to show, I mean, if, if the politicos in D.C. can give us, can get rid of daylight savings time, then maybe they can actually produce meaningful legislation. Who knows? Talk about a contrarian take, though, right? The bottom line. So going back to the yield curve here, it takes an average of 20 months from the time the yield curve first inverts to when it the uh, to when a recession starts, so that would put us in late 2023, maybe early 2024. But it's been as quick as six months before, and also longer than 20 months. So it doesn't really tell us anything, really, except that a recession is coming at some point. But we already knew that uh, recessions are they they, they are, are facts; they happen, and especially when it doesn't seem like there will never be another one. That's probably when we're closest than ever. That's not the talk in markets right now, but it's worth pointing out here that markets and economy, they don't move in lockstep. Markets are a forward-looking mechanism, like I said, and once investors get a sense that a recession is incoming, they tend to quickly move to risk off, to sell things like tech and growth stocks, and buy things like bonds, and sometimes certain staples get bought as well. So that's obviously not what's going on right now. Um, it was the story a couple, about a month ago or so around the Russian invasion, but it's also worth pointing out that the, in past cycles, the craziest, most bullish part of bull markets sometimes follow the yield curve inversion. That was certainly true in the late 90s. 1999 came after the yield curve inversion in mid-98, and the recession didn't, then didn't actually start until 33 months after the inversion. So... This would explain why some analysts have been predicting that the cycle's biggest melt-up for stocks is still ahead of us. Whatever your stance on this, I'm interested to know um, whether you think a recession is coming sooner rather than later, or I suppose if you still want to hold on to the belief that recessions are a thing of the past, good luck with that. But whatever your views, uh, please do share them with me. I'm interested to hear them. You can reply to this email, or you can post them in the comments on the Substack website. Whatever your views, remember to do your own research and make your own decisions. With that, I leave you for today, this Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, and I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.